In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Jesus issues a cry of lament. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. It's the center of Jewish life and worship. It should be home to Jesus and the people of the Jewish community. It should listen to the prophets, should heed their warnings, and care for its people, but it does not. And so Jesus laments. Here on our second Sunday of Lent, we find Jesus teaching in towns and villages in Galilee as he journeys closer and closer to the city in which he will be betrayed and executed. As he's teaching, some Pharisees pay him a visit to tell him that Herod wants to kill him. Now, we've been conditioned to sort of mistrust the Pharisees. They represent the powers of religious authority that were so often at odds with Jesus' mission and his work. And here we may be left wondering about their motives. Were they helping Jesus by warning him about Herod's plans? Jerusalem was outside of Herod's jurisdiction, so maybe they were encouraging him to move on to protect him. But it may be more likely that they just wanted that disruptive teacher out of their own communities so they could return to life as usual and maintain their own power. Either way, Jesus doesn't seem too concerned. He tells them to go and tell that fox that he's going to keep casting out demons and healing the people but then he'll be on his way. Foxes in Greek and rabbinic literature represented craftiness and destruction. It wasn't exactly a compliment to Herod to call him a fox. He insists that, Jesus insists that it's impossible for a prophet to be killed away from Jerusalem, which strictly speaking isn't exactly true. Herod had already killed John the Baptist Jesus is more so speaking about this looming presence of Jerusalem. Luke makes the city itself into a character of the story, a character stronger and more dangerous than that fox, Herod. Jesus' lament for the city is not for his own sake. It's not a lament for his own torture and imminent death. His lament is for everything that the city represents and everything that has gone wrong. Jerusalem, the character, embodies the entire climate of opposition to Jesus' vision of the kingdom of God. The people who hold the religious power there have so much to lose if the last are, be are to become first and the first are to become last. Earlier in this chapter of the Gospel of Luke, Jesus asks, what is the kingdom of God like? And he answers himself, it's like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in the ground and it grew and became a tree and the birds of the air made nests in its branches. 
And also it is yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Jesus looks and sees with the eyes of God. And when he turns his face towards Jerusalem, he says, How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers a brood under her wings? When we wonder in faith and in doubt, what is the kingdom of God like? Aren't we also wondering, what is God like? Jesus is showing us who God is as he journeys toward Jerusalem. God is not a crafty fox seeking destruction. God is not a conquering army or a tyrannical king. God is a nest for the birds to rest their wings. A loaf of bread made by a woman's loving hands. The warm wing of a mother hen. She's full of tenderness. She is protective and warm. She gives and sustains life. Jesus laments for Jerusalem because even though he wants to gather the children of God under his wings, Jerusalem is not willing. It's not willing to surrender its hold on power and authority. Jesus' desire for the people there is full of love and the tenderness of God. The role of the prophet isn't to bring chaos and discord, even though prophetic wisdom can certainly have that effect. The role of the prophet is to unveil and reveal the truth about injustice and abuse of power. Jesus' prophetic criticism is meant to correct and protect, to save and redeem, especially those crushed under the weight of another's power. His lament for Jerusalem is full of tenderness and the compassion of God herself. And Jerusalem is unable to see with the eyes of God. When Jesus arrives on the back of a donkey, the weight of the power of Jerusalem will crush him. But the work is not finished. The story of Jerusalem is far more complex than that. The city was never as simple as some perfect high holy place, nor is it a place that needed to be purged. Jerusalem remains the site of great creativity and wonder. After Jesus' death and resurrection and ascension, Jerusalem becomes the site of Pentecost, where God's people are raised up and sent forth where the children of God experience great pain, but also extraordinary healing as they're reshaped into a new community of leaders, teachers, and disciples. Jerusalem itself becomes a place where the seeds are planted and the bread is leavened. The work of the kingdom of God can feel slow and painstaking. It often remains small, and it may not look like much at all. But in this season of Lent, we pray for the nearness of God in our repentance and in our worship. And we do this all for the hope that is to be found in the resurrection. May we see with the eyes of God. 
May we be gathered under her wings. May we be full of her warmth and tenderness. Amen.